the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today is a special episode of the podcast. Uh, Today is going to be dedicated to breast cancer awareness, and we are joined by three incredible women. In one corner, we have one of the hosts of the trivia podcast, Misinformation, and I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Miss Julia Novakovic. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Close enough for government work? Yeah. Hi, everyone. In the other corner, we have the other host of Misinformation, Miss Lauren Tagliaferro. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Good job. All right. Hey, everybody. So excited to be here. And in the third corner, we have a very special guest who's going to be hosting today's game. We've never had, well, I guess we kind of had this once, but that didn't count because Adam and I faced each other. Uh, We have a special host today. The, the first lady of Trivia Warfare, Miss Carmela Smith. Hello, everyone. Woo, yeah, and the host Yay. of Foreplay. Don't forget that. She is oh, great yes. at Foreplay. I, man, I even wrote that down. <laughs> I even wrote that down. <laughs> I listen to every episode of Foreplay. I listen to every episode of Trivia Warfare. It's uh, exciting having you back on the show, Carmela. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So let's get to know a little bit more about uh, all of our contenders and our guest host. Uh, Julia, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your podcast? Sure. Um, so I'm one of the co-hostesses of Misinformation. Um, I'm an archivist at the Strong National Museum of Play in, in Rochester, New York, where I live right now. Um, Lauren and I have been doing our show for about three years, and it's been a lot of fun along the way. So each week we kind of take a topic and do a deep dive into... A specific topic and then we um, write like a 10 question quiz at the end that may or may not be related to the topic that we just talked about so it's a lot of fun um, and you know we think we're pretty funny I don't know <laughs> I think we're pretty funny <laughs> you guys are funny absolutely <laughs> All right, Lauren, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Thanks. Uh, As mentioned previously, I am the other co-hostess for Misinformation, a trivia podcast. Uh, I am a curatorial assistant at the Memorial Art Gallery in beautiful, sunny Rochester, New York. Um, I am brighter. I enjoy art. Um, I uh, enjoy good food and walks on the beach. Uh, And... (laughs) And uh, the yeah, stubby I, beaches of Rochester. Yeah, the stubby, yeah. rocky, <laughs> chilly beaches of Rochester, New York. Uh, beautiful Lake Ontario, the deepest and grossest of all of the Great Lakes. Um, so <laughs> that's the all I got. The tourism board has not yet hired her. No, which I think, you know, I have a lot of, again, a lot of information and great trivia about our beautiful region. I'm just surprised. That's all. I'm it's just definitely surprised. a missed, uh, missed opportunity there. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, John. All right, and coming back for the third time on our podcast, uh, Carmela, tell tell everyone, or I should say remind everyone who you are and about your podcasts. (laughs) Um, I'm Carmela. I am one of the co-hosts for Trivial Warfare. It is a pub trivia style podcast, and we are coming up on six years 
Wow. It'll be six years in wow. February. Oh so we're we're dinosaurs in, in the game. We really mm-hmm. are. Um, and I'm also the um, starting in the, the second season of Foreplay, but I am the host of Foreplay, uh, which is now in its fourth season. Uh, and I'm very excited. It's a fun game. And um, I'm happy to be here with all of you. I've, I've met half of the people I'm looking at in person. Um, <laughs> I've met the ladies of misinformation. They're very lovely and their show is amazing. And then, of course, Thanks. I enjoy the show very much as I've been a, a two-time guest, now a three-time guest on this show. All right, folks, well, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If someone answers their question wrong, their opponent has a chance to steal. And the categories are... Movies. Music. Television. Video games. Sports news and politics, fashion, technology, slang, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you have before answering a three-tiered question, which must have all parts correct in order to score the points. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, so Carmilla, did you prep a question to ask them? I was just—I forgot to ask you if you did that. Prep? What do you mean? Like a <laughs> like a warm up? So like we always ask a question, like an, an uh, like an arbitrary opinion question about oh. something they like, and then we use that to decide who gets to go first. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't, but I can think of one real quick. Uh, okay, sure, if you'd like to. All right, so um, we're all of, of, around the same age, so. Which Spice Girl is the best Spice Girl? <gasps> Ooh. That's a good question. That's a hard question for people. <laughs> what are you going to say, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to say different oh, things. <laughs> Remember, we're not on the same team. This is so weird, guys. I know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I'm going to go with Mel C because she could kick really high. And she Ooh. was dressed the most comfortable. Mm-mm. That's a good choice. I'm gonna go with Scary Spice. Uh, Mel, I think she's Mel C. Mel B. Mel, Mel B. B. Yep. Yeah. Mel C. Mel B. Sporty Spice. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, Mel B. Because I think she had uh, the wildest style, which I'm into, and I think she had like one of the better singing voices. Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite Spice Girl is. Mel B, Scary Spice, because uh, mm. I also have super curly hair, and I, I do love a leopard print. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. It's a neutral. She rocked it. She it's a neutral. It. It's a neutral. It's a neutral color. What about you, boys? Yeah, who's your favorite Spice Girl? <laughs> well, I, I definitely had the biggest crush on Posh. I thought she was the... I mean, who She didn't? gave me the, the most interesting feels at the time if you'll if it's all <laughs> yeah she was icy she was unattainable yeah, yeah that's yep. i could see that couldn't sing <laughs> couldn't sing <laughs> they turned off her mic <laughs> yeah i i hate to say it but it might also would might also would have been posh yeah okay i got your guys's number i know i know what's going on now <laughs> i got you unobtainable that's their yep. type mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you've seen right. our wives, we are two of the most lucky dudes to have uh, way <laughs> obtainable, un- unobtainable wives. That's 100% our style. 
but that's somehow the way, we that's that's the married way to up. Go. Yep, that's marry up. <laughs> they have to be unattainable and older. Yeah, yeah. We both like older women. There you go. <laughs> All right, so I'm guessing uh, that means uh, Lauren's going to get to pick first. Yep, yep. Lauren, Lauren and I agree on favorite Spice Girl, so Lauren gets to go first. Round one. Okay. Um, so I think so. I'm picking for myself, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go right out the gate. I'm gonna go with fashion. And your decade is going to be the '80s. All right. So your 80s fashion question, the modern process of producing this kind of denim was discovered on accident in 1986 when jeans were tumbled with pumice stones, wetted with a weak solution of bleach, in a washing machine without water. Uh, That would be uh, acid wash jeans. Is that correct? That is correct. It is acid wash jeans. I knew she was going for fashion right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of excitement for the first question. (laughs) Let's see. I'll do TV. TV. Okay. All right. TV for Julia. And your decade is the 70s. (laughs) All right. Your 70s TV question. This seminal show featuring a future golden girl was the first show to tackle the issue of abortion on American television. In fact, the episode in question was released just two months before the landmark Roe v. Wade decision. Okay. I have just a little inkling. Look at her staring at me through this camera. <laughs> um, I'm trying to help. I'm trying I'm to help. With, I'm, I'm giving Maud. I vibes. I'm sorry. Did is, you say the answer? I'm going with Maud. The answer is Maud. Well done. <laughs> Yay. Oh, B. Arthur. She's awesome. Love her. Love her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is it? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just filling the space with nonsense. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was going to choose music next. Music, okay. All right. And your decade is the 80s again. Woo. All right. Your 80s music question. What song, released in 1984, was considered controversial because it dealt with the subject of female masturbation, though it didn't stop it from reaching number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and was the artist's third consecutive top five hit? Uh, that would be Shebop by Cindy Lauper. It is Shebop by Cindy oh. Lauper. That is correct. <laughs> wow, good one. The, my first hit thought went to the Divinals. I touch myself, but nineteen ninety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. I will go with food. Food. Food <laughs> flying through, and your decade is the seventies again. We're staying right in the same area with you two. (laughs) Your 70s food question. Founded by a woman named Debbie in 1977, this company is known for their freshly baked brownies and cookies. Feels like a trick question. Because I'm going to go with Little Debbie. That is incorrect. Lauren, Um, Steele. Could you repeat the question for me, please? Founded by a woman named Debbie in 1977, this company is known for their freshly baked brownies and cookies. Um, is it Mrs. Fields? It is Mrs. Fields. Look at yes. you. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I know my uh, bodega snacks, I guess. <laughs> All right. I think, I think I'm going to go with slang. I think that's going to be my next one. All right. Your decade is the 70s. Oh, jeez. 
Your 70s slang question is, a 1971 British TV series about an Italian man may be responsible for the rise of using what name as a synonym for a womanizer? I mean, I would say Casanova would be my answer. The TV series was called Casanova. Yes! <laughs> Look at me, and you know what? Here's the thing. Usually, I'm the idiot of the two of us. I'm the one that Julia's That's like, I'm going to repeat this question for you a little bit slower <laughs> because I gave it to you. I gave the answer in the question. And I'll be like, ah! <laughs> I don't know what it is. And then it's something very obvious. I've had a lot of emails from people like, Lauren, come on. (laughs) So this is a new experience for me. We'll see how long it lasts. I'll take sports. Sports. And your decade is the 90s. Great. Your 90s sports question is, in 1990, musher Susan Butcher scored her fourth victory in five years in what iconic race? I'll say the Iditarod. It is the Iditarod. Good job, Jewel. Nice job. We are not stumping y'all today. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's my turn. <laughs> nice job, Jewel. I was just like so excited about Julia's um, Julia's right answer. Uh, I'm going to go. Did we already do movies? We didn't do movies, did we? No. Nope. We... So. Okay. All right. Your decade is the 90s. Okay. Postcards from the Edge was released in 1990 and was based on Carrie Fisher's semi-autographical book of the same name. Meryl Streep played the Carrie-like character in the movie. Who played the Debbie Reynolds-esque character? Oh, shoot. Um, Postcards from the Edge, huh? Yeah. This was in the 90s? 1990. <laughs> just, just barely slipped in there. <laughs> Clearly, I'm... Clearly, I'm I'm uh, vamping for uh, extra time to think about this. Um, uh, I'm sure I'm wrong, and I'm confusing this with terms of endearment. But I'm gonna say Shirley MacLaine. It is Shirley MacLaine. Is it really? Oh, wow. Yes, it is. Absolutely, <laughs> Shirley MacLaine. Oh my god! Woo! Impressive. Lauren's getting a perfect score plus extra bonus points. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> I will take technology. Well, I hear the enthusiasm about it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And your decade is the 70s. In 1974, the first commercial use of scanning a barcode to determine a price, a product's price happened in Troy, Ohio, when the supermarket cashier scanned a pack of what gum that had a taste that moved us. It was juicy fruit. It is juicy fruit. That is absolutely oh. correct. Nice job. Julia did an episode on grocery stores a while uh. back, and that's how <laughs> she knew that because she did the research on the barcodes and UPCs and that kind of thing. Nice. All right. Well, <laughs> Lord knows I'm not doing video games because uh, talk about being an idiot about a topic that's old LT. So let's go with news and politics. <laughs> news and politics. And your decade is the 90s. the first nationwide campaign that utilized the now iconic pink ribbon was back in 1992 when what cosmetics company handed out an impressive 1.5 million of them and ushered in the pink ribbon as the premier visual reminder of breast breast cancer awareness month 
So the the cosmetics company that gave out the pink ribbons for breast yes. cancer awareness. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking. Uh, is it Avon? It's not Avon. That's not what I have. Here. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Yep. <laughs> Julia. Ooh, I was also gonna guess Avon. Um, I'll say Mary Kay. It is not Mary Kay. Mary Kay, known for their pinkness, but mm-hmm. not in this particular case. Uh, and Avon is a uh, a pretty big sponsor of breast cancer events, uh, breast cancer awareness and fundraising events. Um, but the company I'm looking for was Estee Lauder. Yeah, how about oh. that? Yes. Huh. Estee Lauder. I didn't think our girl Estee Lauder cared that much about uh, other people, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show how much I know. Yeah. I I believe uh, Evelyn Lauder was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I think that's why this was particularly um, pers- uh, 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 important topic for her. Wow, I see. Okay, interesting. Okay. All right, hit me, hit me with the video games. Video games. I work at a video game museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nineties. Great. What video game series had its first entry in nineteen ninety six? and was faced with criticism over the years due to the protagonist's comically large polygonal breasts in comparison to the rest of her body. That would be Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. I'm looking for Tomb Raider. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> nice job, Jewel. Excellent. I think they, they took like the, uh, the cone boobs from Madonna's uh, music videos and they kind of think, All right, th- that's what real life boobs are like? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, yeah. Not so much. <laughs> bunch of game developers were like hey, you know what we can do <laughs> i think someone like did like a, a like a realistic depiction of that figure from like the 96 97 games and it was it's ridiculous oh it's insane yeah. like yeah. It's, That'd be, it's, yeah. it's absolutely just like, it's come on not realistic um the, the the remakes uh she has a more proportional body shape which yes. you yes. know yeah. makes sense for her character <laughs> Yeah, who like runs and jumps and climbs and shoots and, and uses flies a bow and, and arrow. And, yeah, yeah. Yes. like <laughs> they are badass games, though. The more recent ones are, yes. are fantastic. All right, so at the end of round one, uh, Lauren started with an early lead, but Julia crept up a little bit. It is fifty to forty. Nice round two. Great job, Lauren. Great job, Julia. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're not like. Yeah, we're not competitive <laughs> with each other at all. Now, be like, yay, good job. That was such a good answer. We, we can't emphasize enough that this is the first time we've ever split these two up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we would certainly never cheat, but I am definitely giving, if I know an answer, I'm going to be giving Julia the, the answer the vibes camera. through the hey, cameras. Yeah. So. All right, so don't forget, in round two, you will actually get to pick for your opponent. Uh, and since Lauren got to pick first, is that right? Yes. 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 So, Julia, you will pick Lauren's category for round two. All right. Here Uh-oh. we go. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll give Lauren technology. <sighs> okay. Okay. And your decade is the 80s. In 1984, the Apple Macintosh 128K was released. It was named for its then- it was named this for its whopping 128 kilobytes of RAM. What does RAM stand for? Oh, no. Oh, ooh. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Just, 
hold on a second. Um, <laughs> it's in there somewhere, I'm sure. Poo. Uh, random. Nope. Um, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of this on our podcast. <laughs> it usually gets edited out. So feel free to edit mm-hmm. this. My, my thinking noise is out. I'm going to say random array motherboard. That is incorrect. Did I get? Oh, never mind. Julia's going to try for it, so I'm not going to ask. It's random access memory. It is random access memory. Shoot. You know what? And I feel like I knew that somewhere in there. (laughs) If only you could have randomly accessed that memory. (laughs) Yes. (gasps) Oh, my God. This is the first of the trash talk. Are you hearing this? They want us to do this one. It's the producers. I know, but I don't like it. (laughs) When you're on TV, they're like, tell your story and cry a little. And the producers are doing like the Mr. Burns fingers going, X. Yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. All right. You know, I am a daughter of Dave Tag. You know that trash talk is in my lifeblood. So (laughs) So watch out. Okay. All right. For Julia... I'm going to choose fashion. All right. The decade is the 90s. Great. All right. Angelina Jolie portrayed Gia Karanji in the movie Gia in 1998. Gia was considered to be America's first supermodel and was the first to embody what look, which is probably more associated with Kate Moss. Lauren talked about this on our podcast before. Um... I think I associate Kate Moss with heroin chic, and that's what I'll go with. And that is the correct answer. Nice. I'm looking for heroin chic. For Lauren, I'll pick television. Okay. Okay. Television. And your decade is the 90s. This All My Children star was nominated 18 times for a Daytime Emmy before finally winning one in 1999. Uh, I'm going to say that's our girl Susan Lucci. It is Susan Lucci. Woo! The, pan- the Pandora box of the soap opera community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fellow Paisana, Lauren. Paisana? Fe- yeah, she's a fellow Paisana. Yeah. <laughs> Susan Lucci. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Julia, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, uh, movies for Julia. And your decade is the seventies. I keep getting stuck with this. I want to file a complaint against the Flyers fan who's rolling the dice. (laughs) Nope, nope. Don't you blame (laughs) the Flyers. the seventies is the last time that the Flyers were any good, so... (laughs) <laughs> they did make it to the finals in 2010 thank you very much but they lost like i think in four straight uh, <laughs> you're so mean <laughs> no don't <laughs> go flyers Pittsburgh she'll get suck. you she'll get you yeah <laughs> your 70s movie question is what actress won two Academy Awards for Best Actress in the 70s for her roles in Clute in 19, er, 1971 and Coming Home in 1978? She also won a BAFTA for Best Actress for The China Syndrome in 1979. Oh, I... Hmm. 
my initial thought is uh, Jane Fonda. Is that the answer you're going with? Yeah. It is indeed Jane Fonda. Good job. Yeah, good job, Joel. I mean, I wouldn't have gotten that myself. Boo. <laughs> Lauren gets a slang question. Okay. Slang? Mm-hmm. And her decade is the 90s. All right. There are so many quotable moments from Clueless. As if, whatever, and we outie, just to name a few. What 1815 Jane Austen novel is Clueless based on? Um, that is Emma. It is Emma. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure. There's so many uh, uh, 19th century novels with women's names in them that I had to <laughs> really, really think about that for a second. Okay. For Julia, I'm going to give Julia, you know what, Julia? I'm going to give you sports. How kind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's me being generous <laughs> because I don't want that sports question. <laughs> and I didn't write it, but I certainly hope it's a Flyers question because it's from the 70s. <laughs> oh, shoot. No, John wrote this one. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Which Romanian gymnast was the first ever to score a perfect 10 at the 1976 Olympics in Montreal? Can you reread it? Sure. Which Romanian gymnast was the first to ever score a perfect 10 at the 1976 Olympics in Montreal? Nadia Comaneci. It is Nadia Comaneci. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely correct. Yep. Nice job. All right. Lauren, I'm going to give you news and politics. Shoot. Okay, fine. (laughs) Fine. And your decade is the 80s. Shoot. Breast Cancer Awareness Month began in 1985 as a partnership between the American Cancer Society and the pharmaceutical division of Imperial Chemical Industries. This former first lady helped kick off the week-long event as she herself was a survivor of breast cancer, being diagnosed within two and a half years, within the two and a half years her husband was in office. Former first lady, mm-hmm. correct? 1985. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, all right, I'm going to say Lady Bird Johnson. That is incorrect. Shoot. Okay. Julia? Julia Betty knows. Ford. It is Betty Ford. The, the the key here was being diagnosed within the two and a half years her husband was in office. Ah, son of a bee snitch. Um, <laughs> you know, they still have to bleep that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought I was being pretty creative. Um uh yeah, you can't ask a presidential adjacent question without Julia snatching that up. So, <laughs> that was on me. That was on me. Okay. Uh so for Julia, I'm going to give her shoot shoot shoot. <laughs> I'm going to give you video games, Julia. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> You're welcome. And your decade is the 80s. Princess Peach, a true Nintendo icon, made her first appearance in 1985 in Super Mario Brothers. Even though her name was always Peach, the manual for the English version of the game had her name listed as what? 
Ooh, that's fun. This is just a totally random guess. Is it Pauline? It is not Pauline. Okay. I think, believe Pauline was a um, Super Mario Brothers 2. Okay. <laughs> Pauline was the name of the girl that the, the Mario had to save in Donkey Kong. Ah, that's it. <laughs> Lauren, you got a guess to steal? Um, will you repeat the question one more time for me? Sure. Princess Peach, a true Nintendo icon, made her first appearance in 1985 in Super Mario Brothers. Even though her name was always Peach, the manual for the English version of the game had her name listed as what? Um, I'm just, I'm going to say like princess, just the princess. That is incorrect. Shoot. She was listed as Princess Toadstool. Oh, okay. That's File not a that away. name. All right. Lay it on me, Jewel. Lauren gets music. Aw, thanks. Well, that means you get food. So we're all set. <laughs> <laughs> and the music category is going to be, or a decade, it will be the 90s. All right. What singer-songwriter publicly came out as LGBTQ plus in 1993, January 1993, and then released her breakthrough album called Yes, I Am that September? Singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. 93, you said? Yep. Came out publicly as LGBTQ plus in January 1993, and then released her breakthrough album called Yes, I Am that September. I'm, t- I'm torn between two. And I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Melissa Etheridge. I'm gonna guess the other person you were torn with was Amy Mann. No. Oh, really? But the answer is Melissa Etheridge. Okay. But nice. I always, I always get those two in my head, like Amy Mann or Melissa like, Etheridge. Hold on, what? Was Katie Lang the one you were torn with? Yes, Katie Lang was the other one I was uh, torn with. Katie Lang, yeah. Good one. Woo, woo. Nice job, Lauren. Thanks, Jewel. And Jewel gets food for that. Yeah. and your decade is the 80s starting in 1981 nutmaker planters produce cardboard cans of puffed snacks called what well you had your cheese balls your planters cheese balls uh you 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 definitely had your cheese balls (laughs) 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 the cardboard cheese with a z (laughs) yeah. <laughs> is that not the answer? No, it is the answer. <laughs> is it, is it, okay. Um, I remember these. I remember my parents buying these and snacking on them. But for the life of me, I can't remember what they were called. Were they just like peanut puffs? Is that? No, it was cheese balls. She got the answer. Oh, right. was that it? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear. I hear, thought you said it was not the answer. Okay, cheese oh, no. balls. <laughs> yeah. And then you had your then, cheese doodles. Yeah, you got the cheese you know? doodles. Got to keep those separate. Those are and for now that, different situations. Exactly. Sometimes you just want to <laughs> pop puff. Those are yeah. good for launching across the room at other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and at parties, you would have like a giant bowl of those round, delicious boys. They're great. Cheese. Round, delicious seat. boy was my nickname in high school. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Heyo, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round two, and Julia mounted a little bit of a comeback. Julia has 100, and Lauren has 80. Final round. 
All right. So your final is going to be in 80s music. Now it's a it's a three part final, so I will give you a question that has three a uh, three part answer, and you have to give me all three parts to get it right. Um, do you guys have restrictions on what you're allowed to wager? Whatever your your point value, so you okay. can't yeah, go over. Or under. Well, yeah, yeah, but I feel like there's some shows where you're not allowed to wager zero. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we we allow it. Okay. Spoiler alert, huh, Julia? <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> 80s music happens to be one of Lauren's best categories. <laughs> I mean, who knows? We'll see. Right, just let us know when you have your uh, wager locked in. Okay. Locked in. I'm locked in. All right. So your final in 80s music is... The 80s was really Madonna's decade with 17 singles in Billboard's top 10. In 1984, she had three singles in the top five. Name those three singles. All right. While our contestants are going over their answers, I'm just here to pop in to remind you all to listen to every single podcast on the BFOP network, whether it is Throwback Trivia Takedown, which is your obviously you're listening to, or Blast from Our Past, or Talking Back, or Podcasting After Dark, or Cartwright of Seinfeld Podcast. Podcasts that are all in your nostalgia, they are fantastic. But besides those, if you're not checking out misinformation, if you're not checking out foreplay or trivial warfare stop what you're well keep listening to this podcast then stop what you're doing and go over and subscribe and listen and like and review and and rate and everything you can uh for misinformation and everything on the o, uh, oaks media group but specifically foreplay which carmela hosts fantastically and also trivial warfare okay, i'm good i'm good <sighs> i'm still thinking Hold on, I'm going to take off my cans. <laughs> She's going to sing. She just, that happens a lot. Okay, I think I think I got it. I think I got it. All right. So, Julia, what are your answers? Okay. My answers are Material Girl, <laughs> Vogue, and Starlight. Okay. And Lauren. Uh, I went with Vogue, True Blue, and Material Girl. Okay, so her three top five singles from 1984. Uh, at number four, um, well, this is the, the peak position at number four was Lucky Star. Oh, that's what I thought that was called. Oh, <laughs> I thought this song was called Starlight. Okay. Oh, peak, oh. Pos- peak position at number two was Material Girl. Okay, okay. And peak position number one was Like a Virgin. Oh. Vogue didn't come out till 1990. Shoot. Oh, man. You know what? And I'm digging deep with True Blue. I'm like, oh, yeah. True Blue was definitely one of the top ones. (laughs) That was such a big one. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was when she married Sean Penn. Blue, blue, blue. So neither one of us got it. Damn. I think I overthought it. Do we know when Borderline was? That that was going to be my guess. I had Material Girl, Like a Virgin, and Borderline, but uh, that, obviously not right. When did, when did Borderline? What did Borderline peak at? Borderline. Because she had another one in 1984, but it didn't hit the... Mm. Um, the top one. Oh, it I'm didn't seeing, hit the top five. Yeah. I'm seeing 83 for Borderline. Okay. So mm, a year yeah. earlier. Mm-hmm. So I'm yes. wrong, just like y'all. <laughs> yes, True Blue came out, I believe, in 
five because it was like right when she married Sean. That's so close. I was close. I was close. Yeah, you were so close. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wagered the whole, the whole bushel of apples. So. (laughs) I I got nothing, my man. (laughs) I wagered one. I shouldn't have been so so cocky. I was like, oh, yeah, I know everything about Madonna. <laughs> nice job, Julia. I knew, and the, the universe has equaled itself again. <laughs> All is well. <laughs> All right, with a final score of 99 to 0, <laughs> Julia is the winner. Yay! Well done. Well Yay. done. Great questions. Yeah, great questions. Thank you so much, Carmela. This was great. Thank you. I had writing assistance from both John and Adam, but uh, I think we put together a pretty good game. Yeah, it was <laughs> great. Agreed. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, before we go, um, I would like to give everyone a chance to kind of uh, shout out a cause or a charity or anything. Um, uh, we were going to try to put together some uh, some sort of winner's fund for this. It didn't quite work out. So hopefully next time we'll get to, but uh, uh, why don't we go through and let everyone just kind of shout out a cause that they want. So Julia, since you won, we'll start with you. I just want to remind everybody to vote in November. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna piggyback off that one, and I'm going to say, um, you know, women's health is more important than ever uh, in this coming election, and I feel like this is um, an emergency for a lot of us across the country, for uh, women and uh, transgender folk out there. So I also agree that you should get to the polls this fall, do whatever you can uh, to vote. Um, Absolutely. I definitely agree with both Lauren and Julia. Please get out and vote. Um, Health issues and just um, look at the the issues, but definitely go out and vote. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't do anything else in the next two months, go out and vote. (laughs) (laughs) But I I would like to, um, since this is our our breast cancer awareness uh, episode um, with Trivia Takedown, um, throwback Trivia Takedown, I should say. Uh, I typically uh, participate in Making Strides Against Breast Cancer every October. Mm. It's a a charity walk where you raise money. I don't think um, with the restrictions being lifted in Florida where I live, um, if it's going to be a good idea for, for me to go out and, and do this particular event. But if you go to uh, the American Cancer Society, uh, it's cancer.org, you can definitely make donations. Um, if you are having any local breast cancer charity um, events in your area, I definitely um, would encourage you, if you can, to participate and help or give money or, or just even spread the word um, mm-hmm. you know, any way that you can help. Um, with this particular issue would mm-hmm. be appreciated. Yeah. All right, Adam, did you want to shout something out? Sure. I'd pl- like to plug, um, just because it's personal for me and John, our cousin uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer uh, maybe almost a decade ago, John, I feel. Maybe it was around that. Yeah. Um, and she, yeah, she had a double mastectomy. And, and afterwards, she started a, a cancer um, nonprofit called Can Do Cancer that helps out uh, women in her area. And so I just kind of want to shout them out. I think they're a fantastic. And just because, you know, Nowadays, I feel like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, not everyone knew someone with breast mm. cancer mm-hmm. and, and with cancer, period, but like breast cancer specifically. Now, every person I yeah. know has multiple people who have been affected by this and it is yeah. absolutely directly affected. So it, it's it's insane. It needs to be, um, you know, throw your money towards it, throw all the science, all the everything you can towards mm-hmm. ending this mm-hmm. atrocious disease. Yes. 
Agreed. So. All right, and I just want to give a, a huge thank you to Carmela for agreeing to come on mm-hmm. and host because it was one less thing Adam and I had to do, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it felt more appropriate uh, to have her host on yes. there. So thank you so much, Carmela. Fantastic job. I'm always happy to help. Um, I think you guys are great, and of course, I always will jump at an opportunity to hang out with Julia and Lauren. So absolutely, <laughs> we love hanging with Carmela. All right, and that was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com backslash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on the podcast platform you're listening to. And we'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello! La, la, la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. 